Welcome to Horny, Horny for, for Love, a podcast about two reformed prudes reclaiming their sexuality weekly in Los Angeles. I feel like our guests can't relate to that one. Uh, maybe not. Being a prude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Any, our thing is that we're prudes. We were prudes. Yeah. But anyways. Oh, so you're in for some shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's a lot more complicated than you think. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That's a little teaser. So, first things first, I'm Andrea Lee Christensen, your favorite host. I'm John Anthony, <laughs> your better host. I feel like we've done this one, <laughs> we've done that before. I'm, we're, we're, we're bringing it back because this is season two. You're right, you're right, you're right. And this is our guest. Tapley James. Oh, self-introduction. Ooh. But I don't really think I need the James part. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like being named Oprah. You can just call me Tapley. No, I think I like you're that. a Madonna moment. Yeah. Moniker. 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 Well, yes. I was about to say it, but now I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> <so much. laughs> I agree. Um, Wait, can I ask, like, Tapley, where's, yeah. where does that come from? Well, so in probably December 1986, I was about to be born. My dad was reading some lame book about the Battle of the Alamo. I've seen the book before. It looked very boring, so I've never read it. But apparently some guy named uh, James Tapley uh, started the conflict. James is my family name. My dad thought it was cool, so he flipped it around. Call me Tapley James. Wow. That yeah. is pretty rock and roll. Wait, is your dad an artist? Uh, no. He is dead, though. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He was a cokehead and worked <laughs> in the oil field. <laughs> uh, that's about all I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was a major part of my life. But he was a big stoner, I believe, whenever I was about to be born, and I think was interested in, like psychedelic art and shit uh -huh. like that. It, it was probably like a drug hallucination. Well, I feel like it yeah, worked yeah. out, though. Yeah, it's thanks. It's very unique. I mean, I was at risk of being named either Biff or Zane if my mom Biff? had her way. Yeah, Biff? Back to the Future was very popular. Oh. Yeah. I feel like Zane could be cool, though. I mean, but there's so many of them, you That's know? That's true. Yeah. There's no Tapley. I've there never no met Tapley. anyone named Tapley. No, well, I will say I do have it on pretty good authority that there is a teenage girl living in one of the Carolinas <gasps> with the first name Tapley. I have seen her on Instagram. <gasps> I will kill her on site if we ever Wait, that's so funny <laughs> because when we, I think like our first episode, we were referencing these two little girls in like South Carolina as our yeah. only listeners. Yeah, and somewhere in that out there. Hey, little Tapley. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to fuck you up. Big Tapley's <laughs> coming. <laughs> Big Tapley. So, Tapley, yeah. what do you do? Uh, well, I work at this restaurant with one of you called... <laughs> Oh, no, we can't oh, We're going to bleep that. We're going to bleep that. We're bleeping yeah, that. Yeah, we're bleeping. It's fine. Who um, cares? We just named, we just work at a West Hollywood institution. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. called That's Pump. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> hate it. Yeah, hate it. But uh, I no. always take Tapley ships. Absolutely. Yes, I moonlight as a semi-high paid waiter, I would say. Yeah. Mostly <laughs> on the weekend. I we think so. We do okay where we are. And then, but my primary interest Sometimes I'm hired, sometimes I'm not. TV writer. Beautiful. Writing, 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 or writing. You, sold, you just sold a feature, right? I did. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, it's not something that I ever had too much of an interest in. Again, I'm more TV focused. but Really? Yeah, but I had a good uh, idea. for The first thing I wrote, of course, was a feature, and that's what first got me attention. But it's been on and popping with TV ever since. But I did come up with an idea that just seemed like a no-brainer. Uh, developed it and 
sold the damn thing. Wait, how so, long did it take you to write this one? Uh, it probably it only took about three weeks to write the thing, but it probably took about. It was a really active thought and something that I was developing. Uh huh. Pretty. Like in your head. With a lot of fervor for about two months. Yeah. It's still <laughs> really short. Oh yeah. I mean, it really was just like I said. Like it just flowed out of, of the, you. It, it was super. It's one of those really rare ideas that just as soon as you have it, you know, you just know it's going to work. So yeah. So I had to attack it. That never happened for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking because I, I also write and I'm like. I get it. Like sometimes you have that idea and you're just like, I just wish I could just like devote myself to one thing for just two months or, you know, to bang it out. Cause I, I feel like I don't do that. We'll see. I generally don't either myself, but, uh, look, I always look at good ideas as being an idea that is completely relatable to something that's been done a million times over before, a, you know, that has a formula that people can really relate to. But, you're able to find one unique hook, one unique twist that just sort of bends the whole thing. And mm -hmm. this was one of those rare ideas. It was something completely unoriginal with a unique twist. It, it was easy to pitch in the room, relatively easy to write. Uh, I could now, see them just eating it up. Yeah. It, 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 and they did. And they, and they did. bought it. It, it happened quickly. <laughs> Who knows? But you never know after you make a sure. sale. You never know what will or will not happen if it'll ever see the light of day. But I have... I have good feelings about this. Yeah. One. But and that's why you got to celebrate every moment of the journey. That's right. The sale is huge. That's right. Yeah. So Yeah. So, Tapley, you started as an actor. I did. So did I. So did I, too. And are you the, <laughs> the only remaining one? So the thing is <laughs> that um, John Anthony and I studied at an unnamed institution for acting in New York City, and so Ooh. did Tapley. Yeah, uh, I definitely did go to an institution that I suppose will remain unnamed as well. Mine I think was you on should name West it. I, it's uh, <laughs> next to Lincoln Center. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, Wait, I want to ask. I would say typically it's hard to get in. But the best me. one in the world, probably. <laughs> so. Wait, I have a lot of questions for you about <laughs> this, actually. Okay. What was the most toxic thing that happened to you in acting school? most toxic thing that happened to me in acting school was a one particular teacher who I had who uh, kind of took immense pleasure in bullying the ego out of me. Uh -huh. And in a weird mm. sense, in a weird sense, I looked at the time, I hated this person. I, I thought that she was detrimental to my process. And, you know, at the time I didn't savor nor enjoy any of my dealings with her. But when I look back, I am able to um, see that she kind of mm, treated me the way that she did because she expected me to be very good uh -huh. and uh, was trying to push my boundaries. And she definitely did, but it, it, with a bunch of, uh, she got there by doing a bunch of kind of heinous, embarrassing shit to me, just socially kind of tried to, would try and make me a pariah with the other students. Mm. Uh, Whoa, like how? Try and find ways to like dig into certain insecurities that I'm sure were clear that I had and exploit them to make me more emotional, which in her mind made me more vulnerable, which right. also in her did mind you made me a better actor, which yeah. sometimes I guess it did in the moment, but. Yeah, but it's like, do the ends justify the means? Uh, no, because I don't act anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, guess yeah. not. But, oh, uh, shit. Did you come to that school, like, kind of being, like, emotionally closed off, you think? Yes. I didn't think of myself 
uh, as being that way at the time. But yeah, looking back, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Were you gay in acting school? Absolutely. Okay. Wait, yes. when did you come out? I came did you ever out come out? <sighs> yes and no, sort of. So I can't. I think it was basically by the time I was 12, the, re- yeah. the assumption was just there from everybody that I went to school with. Yeah. The question would very often be like, are you gay and all of that. And my answer, I just kind of had an inherent comfortability at a young age with being like, yes, yes, I am. Wow. Because uh, I was kind of usually always the tallest kid in my class. I was never one to be bullied and didn't have a lot of fear in, in that department. So mm-hmm. I was always pretty comfortable letting people know where I stood with my sexuality. And mm, people didn't fuck with me too, too hard, I would say. And if they did, I would just find some you like, just be toxic way to make them feel horrible about like oh their financial God. status or oh like, you know, <laughs> their obesity. Reading them for Phil. from like West Texas. So, oh, you know, shit. <laughs> most, of, most of those yokels didn't have a lot of space to talk shit, you mm. know. But yeah, it was cool. And then my I'm raised by my grandparents, and I was busted at 14 jacking off with my friend, <laughs> my friend, after school. Uh, was this friend on a bench gay? at the edge of my bed? And wow. no, no, it was more of like a straight experimentation. Yeah, I've and heard we of those things. Like fooled around a lot, you know, would make out hardcore and oh. play with each oh. other's wieners and oh. that kind of stuff. Whoa. But yeah, we and got. He's not gay. Like uh, or I haven't kept in touch with him. I don't know something? what his deal is. I know that he ended up working out and like he was like a welder and probably I think kind of a meth head and mm. I believe had a girlfriend for a really long time. Okay. No, I mean there are a number Bicon. of like, you know, West Texas, <laughs> there were a lot of just kind of like horny straight people to fool around with. Okay. And, oh my god. Know, I just wanted to get off and I was willing and but many of them have gone on to have children and wives and that oh, kind shit. of thing. Do you keep in touch with anyone from your hometown or not really? No. Oh. No. What about from, honestly, I mean, I have one girl who doesn't even live in my hometown anymore. Like, we text each other on our birthdays and that's it. Oh. Oh. What, yeah. what about from the Upper West Side, if you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, no. honestly. I literally, at this point, I did do two programs. I went to uh, the one that allegedly the two of you went to as <laughs> maybe well. you did for grad maybe? school no no well oh. I, I also went to another like a two-year program uh, okay. at the time for acting yes that was at the time called the school for film and television at the three of us studios but now it's been made theater friendly as well so it's called the new york conservatory for the dramatic arts oh yeah. miata yeah. right or NYC. Right. N-Y- like is where they went to on Glee. NYC. You're right. You're so right. Basically, it was the exact same program as the one in Glee. But it was called, it's now called NYCDA. But point is, when I went there, it was a conservatory. They would take a limited number of people, like something like 30 people a year. And it was focused only on film acting. And since they made the switch, it's now theater friendly too. Mm-hmm. So you can do a film acting program or a theatrical acting mm-hmm. program. But yeah, pretty much it was just like, uh, I want to make money someday. And <laughs> so I should probably learn how to act on camera or else I'm going to be yeah. doing all oh, of this. Shit. Why? You don't think you got that at your program? Trash. No. Well, look, I mean, there were like a lot of fundamental things about acting that I certainly was able to learn at my original program. But no, it wasn't engineered to like, give you a deep dive into the actual process technical process of being good on camera yeah. which is a, a very different it's, thing it's a whole thing yeah. 
which um, you know this. But. Did you – wait, did you go there right after high school? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then how long did you act after before you're like, I don't want to do this anymore? Um, Well, so this was like 2005, you know, whenever I, st- whenever I left Texas, moved to New York City. And then by 2012, I was at the place where I was like, I'm sick and tired of going to auditions. I fucking hate cattle calls. I'm going to write something for myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was kind of like the era of the web series. Yeah. So yes. We're familiar. We you know, know I kind of <laughs> got to work trying to figure out how to do that. You know, I, I came up with an idea for a character that I thought was funny. Um, put together a little team to film some very cheap content. Uh, but it ended up getting more, and in that process, I was learning how to write. You yeah, know, I was starring in the thing. Uh, I was smart enough to know right away, like, don't try and direct this. No. Don't hire people that you know and who you're friends with, who, you know, could like slack off and you know try and fuck you over. I assembled a whole team of just people whose work I admired, yeah. people who were strangers to me, and uh, whatever it paid off it i ended up getting a lot more attention than i expected with that character which led to my first sale as a writer which was wow. a feature sale and when i got that money th- that check uh, as a writer yeah was, i i when I, I saw that number i was like okay yeah fuck acting oh <laughs> my if, god if I, if, if I actually got good at really good at this thing yeah then you know i who cares i don't have to act anymore i don't have to like think nearly as much about what I look like Mm -hmm. what any of that stuff and yeah so I just there was something about that process and about that project that just really emboldened me to take writing very seriously and I sort of never looked back wow outside of a few like you know for a number of years I would still get certain straight offers and if it was like somebody who I'd worked for before who I had a general understanding of what I was capable of as an actor and they just offered me something that I would take it. Yeah, I still, you? I still will, or and sometimes kind of do today, but uh-huh. it's not at all my priority. It's not at all. You were like in two pilots last year, right? Well, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> like I hate acting. Never want to do it. But by the no, way, and I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate acting, and uh, it, it was the first thing that I ever felt like I was actually good at. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll always have a place in my heart. And it, of course, like if some huge opportunity came knocking, I would never turn it down and do what I would need to to rise to the occasion. But it's not. It's just not the priority. I'm a better storyteller than I am a story portrayer. I'm really good at both. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Did you ever feel like you had to like compromise your own self-actualization or personality to like have a career as an actor or to be successful in acting school yes yes i did uh and in fact the teacher that i had originally or, or that i told you about originally yeah. uh who the talk gave me bitch. a really hard no, time <laughs> her big thing she would make a great show of it it was always you know she's like she's this very kind of cruel even more anorexic version of nicole kidman <gasps> let's oh say but uh, from british is she working from british from england <laughs> and uh uh, I think she was very successful in theater many moons ago, but okay. she's got to be in her 60s by now. I don't mm. think. Uh, I didn't Do know those her teachers really work like work or no? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Depends. Or, it usu- or at least have kind of a history of having had work at some point. Mm-hmm. But generally it's over for them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> those who can't do. You know, but I don't know. She would um, 
she in particular would make this and this was sort of kind of a resounding I would get this feedback a lot in different ways but she was the most blatant who would be like uh, you know you're Gary Oldman you can act basically anything that I put in front of you but who the fuck cares like look at you you're so just strange looking I have no idea what to do with you what? I have no idea you know you can act a leading man but you're not a leading man you're a character actor but uh, probably a little more attractive than your standard one I don't know you either will work or you won't work Jesus Christ that kind of a thing like and a mind uh, fuck kind and of but then to really answer your question the the, the gay thing and she was yeah. just like you know and your sexuality it's just you can fake it and that, but it's all over the place and and, and this was like two, you know, the mid like mid earlier aughts, like right. the mid two thousands. Like there was not any kind of hunger for queer content. No, there were no real diversity quotas. And I'm like mixed ethnicity, um, you know. And she would make a big to do. It wasn't just about being gay. There were a lot of other mitigating factors. Yeah. But yes, it, it was it was a pretty consistent tough thing to kind of have to navigate with like sexuality and just looking kind of off off kilter mm -hmm. and, and that's why ultimately that was a huge part of what compelled me to do something for myself and the character that i ended up choosing to like stack that initial web series that led to that sale around was the most blatantly gay person you could possibly yeah, imagine of course like I, I needed i kind of just wanted to lean into that yeah and, um, and it worked well enough for for what i needed it to so be, is it yeah. still online uh, no, <laughs> I, do, I do have evidence. I do, I do, I do have. Uh, I have some links uh, on Vimeo, the password password protected. Ooh. If you'd like to oh, see, yeah. I kind of do, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's why, I and asked. I think a few lingering like social old social accounts that I never managed to delete. But anyway, yeah, I asked you that because that that's like kind of what pushed me away from acting. Because even though like it was like years later, we were in acting school. I, I don't know if it was like the case everywhere but uh, specifically where we were at acting school it was very like masculine like right very david Mamet. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. you know you know uh, uh, yes. very hyper masculine <laughs> very like there's a lot of straight guys like a lot of straight guys in our acting program I and don't it think was like, any of them are masculine i know but like like maybe one yeah but that was like Classic. masculinity was king Sure. Oh, yeah. And sure. like that that goes for the women too, like in terms of like if you fit into the like ideal, like stereotypical the ideal woman. <laughs> like the ideal woman in the eyes of this white man. Through um, the lens of the male yeah, gaze. Yeah, through the lens of, of the male gaze, then you'll do well at this place. And I was like still in the closet when I first started acting school and was just like struggling so much because I felt like when I got there it reinforced my toxic ideas that like I would have no shot at a career if right. I was gay. And I was like watching it happen in front of me because there were like, there were out gay guys there and I was like, not yeah. going well for them. Yeah. Not going well. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but instinctually, I think I always just understood. I'm like, look, I can't really control what I look like. I can't control my sexuality. And I just kind of chose, and I've always been like that about everything. I sort of just chose to lean into, to lean into those aspects of myself and exploit them and mine them in the best way that I could, and and make creativity out of that. That sounds really muddled. I don't know if it makes no, sense. No, it does but, make sense. Uh, I've always just had a rebel spirit. And yeah. If, like someone tells me something, 
you know, or perceive something with me as a problem, I try and turn it into a gift. Yeah. You know, and that's beautiful. So that is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken and me a lot longer to learn that. Yeah. And look at the world now. I started it. Diversity quotas uh, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> gay people. DEI. <laughs> it truly is like the gayest of gay eras. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should actually go back into acting. Maybe you should. Yeah, why not? You can do so both. You do you think do your both. agent would rep you for acting also? Uh, I still technically have a talent. Oh. Uh, I have talent rep. Oh. But I'm useless sick. to them. And <laughs> <laughs> no money. So, yeah. Except for those two pilots, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> like I said, I make them no money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you make money for pilots? I mean... I just did one. I got paid $400, and it was sack. <laughs> Isn't that she crazy? She just answered <laughs> the fucking <laughs> question. Oh, my so God. That is a hard not really. <laughs> no. so one night at, at, a, at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Sorry. Just saying. Tabley, my favorite thing that you say about the place we work is it's about selling sex. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything is about sex. We should I mean talk that. about sex. Okay, let's talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what first, sex or love? Love first. Tapley, do you believe in love? Do you believe yes, in the one? You? Yes, I do. <laughs> you believe in the one? Oh. Uh, I'm not sure anymore. Okay. I think I've lived most of my life thinking that the answer to that question is a hard yes, but I don't know. Do you think you've like felt a love that's like akin to the one? Yes. And now you're like, whatever. No. <laughs> no, I'm not whatever. I know that like it's complicated. It was like all of the um, Okay, so it's I'm so sorry, you're probably gonna have to edit this part. Um it's We love getting messy. How do I really answer this? So basically my last relationship, let's say, is somebody that I would classify as like on a level of fun, on a level of passion, on a level of good g chemistry, sex, etc. To this day, like this person remains the one in those regards. Like I haven't met anybody who sort of satisfied any of those uh, bullet points for yeah. me, yeah. I suppose, in the way that this person had. But on the other side of that, um, there was a lot of baggage in that relationship that came with all of that splendor and all of that good and the baggage was really bad it, you mm -hmm. know it was it ended up being like a very toxic physically emotionally abusive relationship and so in that in that respect i definitely know that this was not the one and this was not my person for the rest of my life etc but that being said, when I'm able to detach from that bad stuff and just idealize the good, that person is still still the one kind of that I've experienced the closest thing to sort of true intimacy with, you know. Mm -hmm. And although things got bad, you know, I was uh, I can blame this person all day long, but I also have to take responsibility for my part of the relationship, too, and that I wasn't perfect. And I think it was sort of we met at the wrong time and uh covid wasn't that? it covid no it was pre-covid that oh, okay. but we did experience all of lockdown together wow um, and covid did happen too soon uh for oh, us like yeah. i don't i looking back we definitely weren't established enough to have to be in the same apartment every single day yeah, that happened to dogs. a lot of people yeah yeah but, um but to answer your question yes i do believe in love uh i believe in true love 
I don't know if V1 exists. Um, right. But, but, I'd A1. Like, but I'd like to think so. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's like, <laughs> and now, now that I'm in, believe it or not, this is my first single kind of real single moment kind of ever. Really? Yeah. Can't uh, relate. My whole life's been one big single moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please do not tell anybody, but I am 36 years old. <laughs> and I uh, truly, but since becoming single in the middle of last summer, this is kind of the most extended amount of time that I have spent not being in a relationship, period. How like, does that feel? Horrific and liberating <laughs> all at once. <laughs> yeah. So quick trajectory, 19 to 25, had my first long-term boyfriend in New oh, York that City. Is that is yeah. long. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's like mine, except mine was 20 to 26. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, v- it was a very long one. I feel like that's so rare, like for gay people. Well, well, listen up. So, <laughs> a m- a m- so a month later, or we break up a month later, um, and then meet the next one. We're together five years. Holy oh shit! God. How? Hi, David. Shout out to you. <laughs> Truly, um, do we still like? We him? did not at like all belong together, you know, for the long term. But out of all of my exes, he's the one that I think of as being like the best, the best. person. Aww. And he's the only one. You know, I wouldn't say that we keep super regular contact, mm-hmm. but we pr- I, I definitely hear from him at least once every three or so months. We're still on He's in New York. Sweet terms. No, he uh moved during COVID to somewhere near Nashville. Okay. And back near where he's from. But anyway, he is uh he was just the sweetest. It didn't work out, uh, but uh he was a really, really good guy. But we were together uh up until I moved here pretty short notice in twenty fifteen. Uh, we were kind of already both silently acknowledging that we were doomed for other reasons. But yeah. the move, the opportunity for me to move, kind of sealed the deal. That's we like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we we broke things off. Within my first year, I had another boyfriend here. Well, I I thought I was moving here kind of solo. I was like living with a friend, and <gasps> oh I had a straight God. writing partner from maybe a school that you actually went to uh, <laughs> uh, who who followed me out here to continue to write with me uh and he was the guy who used to direct my content actually with the the web stuff mm. but he moved out here and to be honest with you that was a whole other relationship except that we just didn't have sex we were oh, basically okay, boyfriends okay. who just didn't have sex did but you we kiss would fight like never okay. never <laughs> straight as an arrow but we would we would fight like a couple we did everything yeah. together like r- shared a car like Oh my god! All, just everything. Did you like him like that? Like, did you have any like romantic feelings? No, no, okay. no, no. But I loved him like. Uh, it sounds corny to say, but it was definitely like a brother-like relationship. Yeah. Like I cared very deeply for him, and all of that. Uh huh. But he would sort of get under my skin in a way that we had this. We lived together, shared a bunch of stuff together. It's a lot. So we'd have we'd have couple fights. You yeah. Know, and yes. That kind of stuff, but. Finally, he met a girl, a nice girl, and moved back to New York for love and all that Aww. stuff. Aww. But anyway, and then meanwhile, I meet another guy. We're together. Like, How are you meeting all I these know, guys? Where, where are you meeting? Two How? And a half years. Are you uh, meeting in real life? I don't want to tell you because I don't recommend any of these relationships <laughs> in the end. Like, it's, it's not good. But you stayed with um, them for so long. Yeah, yeah each but of that them. doesn't mean that I was like Happy. doing the right thing or that I was supposed to be with these people. Did you meet it any of them in real life? Or were they all mm. online? Yes. Yes. The first one, yes, I met in real life. And then, yeah, everybody else has been kind of 
online or I feel like you're really into the apps these days. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate them, but I'm definitely an active user at this point. I uh, I don't know. I my last my last relationship, we sort of I had seen this person on Grinder. We were always sort of nearby each other because I lived near where he lived, and uh, but we were really taking notice of one another on the street. Like yeah. I see him running with his ass looking spectacular and his little his little running shorts and all of that. Maybe you should start and running, Dan. And then I hate running and can't run. Aww. Oh, yeah. it's awful. I'm just yeah. trying to help you. I cycle. <laughs> but, and I would be like standing and outside my, pants. <laughs> my apartment looking like a Tom of Finland smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so like we started DMing each other just about like, hey, you looked hot running. Hey, yeah. you looked like you're going to die in 10 years because you were smoking. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, and we... It was sort of like a DM, I, and I actually like uh, flat out, not ghosted, but just, or not even canceled. I just didn't show up for like a couple dates. Like I made plans and then flaked. Oh, and why? Then with this person. I don't know, because I was, because I met yet another person. Like, cause oh I, my God. Because I broke up with this person I can't who I was up. with for like two years. And then I met this other guy, this like real estate salesperson who was so hot but had a terrible ketamine addiction and oh, all no. of this stuff. No, but no, I was no. just really sweating him because he was so gorgeous and blah, blah, blah. But I finally put him to rest. But I was still kind of emotion emotionally there and just wasn't actually ready to date but still committed yeah. to the dates. But anyway, I didn't show up. And then finally – like for the third time i was like listen i'm sorry i made a mistake i would like to go on the state and he was like well if it isn't my favorite flake in all of west hollywood oh. at a bar that is one block away from my apartment uh and that's about all you get and then we did but it was wait did you end up dating or no this absolutely was yeah, okay. yeah. i couldn't remember this is the most recent one yeah, yeah. well i was so. gonna say with the apps like i feel like it's just like a little store to see who's out there and then when you see them in person you know what i mean it kind of is like it's the icebreaker sometimes yeah. like the fact that you've seen them on the app you may be interacted or whatever well what's funny i remember looking up this person's instagram and sort of well i had two thoughts right out of the gate it was like okay number one this person has the best personal style i've seen out of any person wow. that i might potentially date and wow. Tapley has how important is that style. to you because you're stylish. It's way more important than I thought that it okay. was. Okay. Tapley but always wears all vintage Gucci. Not all. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What? Please tell us, what are you wearing today? <laughs> In fact, I don't have a stitch of Gucci on today. Oh, okay, just, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Like vintage McGregor, vintage something from the 70s. These little pieces of shit are from ASOS, and I love them. <laughs> no, they're so boots. cute. Super Denim cowboy cool. boots. This is from Alec Martinez, which is actually the most expensive thing I have on. He's today. wearing a knit yeah, striped uh, tank top with a mesh panels. Yeah, if you look closely. A long red, le red leather trench coat. I um, love the trench coat. Flare brown pants and denim cowboy boots. It's spectacular. The flare exactly. pants have, there's texture to them. Yeah. That's important. Yes. Of course. You want to touch them? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Literally the most action I've had since yesterday. <laughs> since, since yesterday! yesterday. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yes. What'd you do yesterday? What was yesterday? Yesterday was some... <laughs> Okay, well, somebody who I met. Are you familiar with the app Sniffies? Yes, okay. I haven't. I don't used know Sniffies. Is it alluding so to poppers? It's kind of a thing everyone uses now. Yeah, well, so Sniffies is not even actually an app. Like it's they not. Don't have an app. And to you have to just page. do it like in Safari. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> which uh, it's vintage. Anyway, yeah, but so Another thing you it love. is like <laughs> way more just sex for than grinder because grinder is a mix. It's like people who some I people thought grinder is all about sex. It's well, it's progressing different. Yeah, okay. and, and that's still I it mean, still is, sex is still, still is. the baseline purpose of grinder, but there is more nuance. Like I found people who are just looking to date, who are just looking for friends, who are just looking for a cuddle on grinder, whereas sniffies it's just straight up like straight to the point and they're not restrictive about profile pictures so you know you whereas on Grindr, you can Wiener. you can't actually show your genitals and you're you have to have that in a locked app right but on sniffies it's straight up like Hole. here's my gaping butthole like right out of the gate like, that is my i just clenched picture. when i heard that like so you just yeah it, it's uh, just a lot more sex accessible. Like you instantly kind of know what you're getting sexually with sniffies and that and is, is it really like instantaneous. It's like, I need to be sucked right now. Well, it's the same as <laughs> grinder in the sense that it's like a map and you can see literally where people are. Yeah. That's it's so like, crazy. it's just a map yeah. where you see everyone's location yeah. relative to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have you, you been know, on it, Jan? I've looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> i've heard i've heard it. about it last year for the first time okay from someone so you're on up with. and he's looked no looked but, but yeah honestly it's a little bit like confusing like the interface it's like less like i didn't understand it listen in the end what it is is just a very unsophisticated the reason why it, looks why it looks difficult is just because it's unsophisticated yeah, 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 yeah. but it's actually just it's super simple and pretty straight up ghetto actually yeah someone <laughs> like, well someone told me when i first heard about it last year they're like it's kind of dangerous yeah i was like is I, it I more than grinder how it would be but that said i am i'm a very discerning person like yeah. literally on my profiles i think all that my tag is is just like friendly but picky and <laughs> i i don't yeah Scary. i don't really look i i don't end up meeting very many people yeah that that i end up speaking with uh-huh i'm like pretty yeah. tend to be pretty choosy and haven't you. been oh no i was about to say that i haven't been in any danger but that's a total lie we can we'll, we'll get, get into that, that in wait but tell us what you okay. did last night yeah so what'd you do yesterday well, this, you open last night. this was yesterday yeah he actually. doesn't do oh, only nights the whole day's open whole day's open uh i was very good last night but <laughs> there, during the morning <laughs> I, 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 I had heard back once it was shown that Andrea had picked up my shift actually. Yes. I was like, okay, cool. I'm good for the day. I can like, I can breathe. <laughs> good I old have, Andrea. You know, whatever. And, you know, did a little wake and bake. And then I logged on to Sniffies and there was a guy who I'd spoken to for a couple of days. Um, on Sniffies. Yeah. And, he, you know, he was listed as like a bi surfer bro type. Six I love four. that. Slay. Really, oh. I messaged first, like, pretty dick. Um, <laughs> oh, that, that was his profile. That, that was your opening yeah. message. I can Pretty show you dick. if you need to see it. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would love, love to see, see it. it. We all love cocks here. <laughs> You're really good at describing Andrea like what you're she seeing. So yeah. So let's let's, let's see the picture. Right, let's open, up let's open Safari and check out this surfer cock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So does it save your chats though? Yeah. Okay. You can like. Del delete them and people often do like you don't respond and let's is see it, would you say it's called sniffies because you're like sniffing poppers you're like no. sniffing people's assholes because you're like sniffing out the men yeah okay. but then also i don't know like gays are just so uh disgusting now yeah. at this point with like <laughs> body odors and like things like that oh. so i'm like is it about like do you like that or no no i'm a full 
full uh, supporter of all deodorants. Clean and wash. Colognes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my Vita bath. You have um, a signature uh, scent, Tapley. It's a little smoky. Yes. I'm not comfortable with telling people what my signature scent is. That's okay. Sure that's okay. that's the one thing that's off limit. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> It's the only thing I'm not going to fucking talk to you about today, <laughs> except to say that it's this $11 vial of roll-on stick that I buy from Whole Foods that I smelled on a customer at a prior venue that I used to work at. It, it was the most intoxicating thing I ever smelled. She told me where she got it. It was Whole Foods. I will tell you that much. Well, I feel like now I, w- I could find it. I went and listen. So I went and bought a <laughs> vial, and it's from a company that sells like 30 other roll-on fragrances, oh. right? You're not going to figure so out what like it is. I started buying them by the handful, and very quickly like and i own a lot of expensive fragrances but very quickly everywhere i went it was just what the fuck is that what is this it smells amazing and i freely and people would take pictures of what it was because i'd pull the little rolly out of my pocket and now i've been doing that for like a good year you know telling everybody my i wasn't gatekeeping at all and now i can't fucking find it it's out uh, of stock every time i walk in a whole food it, it used to be at sprouts i can and now i'm buying it by like a big a bottle case. off of amazon <laughs> instead of the roll-on yeah. stick and i refill my roll it's a whole thing but it's much harder to find and it's definitely because of me you yeah we'll respect your privacy much. about that saying, you're so. an influencer Dele- in life. delete this delete okay. this okay so we're okay. doing so we're looking okay, so oh, oh it's my beautiful. god okay so 26, 6 foot 4, 195, 8 inches cut by. Oh, wait, oh. <laughs> I really love that he described wait, he that go? it's 8 inches because I've been it's in my mind like not. Well, you can describe what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. It's so. nice. I like it. So we're seeing a very tight torso, really light pubic hair, really <laughs> straight, beautiful weenie, I would say. Can I see it again? Yeah. It it has a really beautiful girth and length to it. I'm also this is what it sounds like. I'm attra- <laughs> 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 I'm also being attracted to his other uh, veins in his arms. Oh yeah, yeah veins. Yeah. arms are really right hot. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy I'm fucking right now. Oh, it's nice. Has like really veiny like arms and hands, and it's like so hot. Hands so, are something yeah. that yeah. I am very attracted yeah. to. That's a like, good one. Not for not for any. That's a good one. Not oh, and oh, okay. his hole. Straight up. Okay, so like now I'm seeing kind of hairless. the butt shot. It looks like even an ass that I am not afraid to lick. Nice. It I know looks it looks really clean. clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, well, so then I'll what talk happened? To you more about that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, So you saw that, you're like, that looks good yeah. to go for me. Yeah, we talked for a couple of days. <laughs> like initially the idea I think on day one is like we should link up, we should flip, whatever. Ooh, and then flip. whatever. Point is yesterday I messaged him. I was free. He ended up coming over. Uh, this person actually works really close to us at a, oh at, a at a different venue. I found Wait, out. Where? at a restaurant. Anyway, wait, we can't uh, dox him. I, yeah, I can't. I don't. don't. I don't want to. Yeah, say, we don't want to tell anyone where to get a big yeah, blonde yeah. surfer cock, but six four eight inches <laughs> cut. <laughs> you'll but have to clean subscribe hole. to get that. Yeah, yeah. pay us somewhere yeah. in WeHo. You'll find that. <laughs> yeah, but he came. Uh, he came over. We smoked a little weed pretty easy to talk to and yeah and then i got a semi toothy but decent blow job mm. and then ended up just straight up topping him and he did have a really nice hole <laughs> 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 and that was evident 
It definitely did. I fear Taste that I... Taste on point, no weird oh. smells, any oh. of that stuff. He looked very clean from the pictures. Yeah. yeah. I like think something about surfer guys is they can be really clean. They're always in the water. That's how I imagine it. Well, but here's no? the thing. Okay. Maybe we should put a little bit more of that ocean water all the way up the butt because there did end up being... Oh. One of the more aggressive, like problems that I've Wait, really? really? Tell me because but I want to talk about however, this. But I don't want to blame this person. It's no, no, even no. like really shame them. No, it's not don't. something that I'm not really used to because I'll just go ahead and say it. Dick's out of the bag. I have a huge one. And <laughs> like, uh, uh, it really reaches and grabs. Like particularly whenever it comes to girth. So. You know, at wait, times. Wait, wait. Is yours bigger than his? Yes. <gasps> uh, I'm afraid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It, it's it, it's a big dick, and 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 as such, I'm used to having. I mean, Andrea, we've. Yeah. I feel like this is not kind of like a notorious thing at our job, is it not? Like, yeah. she's. Well, she may or may not have. I have. I have. I have. I have. Yeah. I have. He wears skin tight <laughs> pants so people can see the outline of his weenie. Well, not so that people can see the outline of my is weenie. Not that so? just happens to be a byproduct. I just happen to love the way that they fit, okay? <laughs> um, and I like what they do for my ass. And they are flared, so they elongate the leg uh -huh. and they look and good with the boot. That about I, the, the slip mm -hmm. boot that well, I'm not supposed to wear. Non-slip only. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Forget it. I have to wear my loafers. They're cute. But, you know, uh, anyway, it, yeah. I, there was one of our coworkers who no longer works there, but I remember a straight guy, and I remember the day that I started, and he was like, "You're gonna be really good at this. You have a whole extra arm <laughs> to hold all your dishes." <laughs> oh my but god! Wait, the one that just Wait. got fired. No, I have oh. two questions. You can bleep this. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I have two questions. One, what happened yesterday with the poop? I need to know. So that. the poop, it really <laughs> was just, you know, it was like two minutes of bliss. I was like, God, this is perfect. Like this guy tasted amazing. His skin is so tight and supple. He's like definitely 26 oh, <laughs> and like no weird smells, whatever. I'm actually pretty attracted to this guy, like all over, like from face to foot Uh huh. and all of face that, like foot? this, you know, cause usually I feel like in my experience, I'm always making at least one concession when it comes to sex. I'm like, definitely. Oh, this guy's kind of stinky. But yeah. He's really hot. Mm. Or, oh, this guy's like. Know, you have to a butterface really or you know just or is really boring but yeah it's like gives great blowjob like whatever yeah. it is there's always kind of like a butt everyone so, has their purpose yeah but then this <laughs> the, in this moment i was like wow everything really is just lining up like what a great wednesday morning and then all of a sudden <laughs> but then i started doing the thing you know where you like pull out push in pull yeah out, give it a second push in yeah as soon as that happened then the smell happened. Oh. And then after the smell happened, what was it like? Became the, am I good? Like him asking, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. but he wasn't good. But then, like, the more I started to do oh. the in and out thing, I was like, oh no, we, you know, we. Was it a like. Lot of shit. Like, like, okay. actual poop? Like, like, actual poop. Not just like specks. No, like actual poop. Like, like okay. people under the, like, lip so what happened? His head and all of this stuff. We're using protection um, or no? No. Okay. I, w I, I am fully on prep, and I did just get off. We can also talk about this. Just also did get off an antibiotic shot for because I got my first STI ever. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I'm also on prep. 
I, yeah, but you know, we we were barebacking, and he did oh kind God. of shit on my dick, and it happened. I should not have given him a white towel after. I will just say. Oh, uh, did wait. So do you, imme- you immediately no, stop after that happens? No, um, no. I was pretty close anyway, and I just went ahead and just like I finished. Uh huh. Inside or no? And then immediately, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then, and then I. Immediately gave him the towel. It was clear, you know, that he needed to clean up. But it was like, he finish? Look, no, he didn't even get hard. Like, really. Oh, the, the, what was he there the for? <laughs> to suck my fucking dick. And oh, to take shit. It. Um, and he did a great job on it. He just it, definitely he just wanted to, like, sub out. Yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It really wasn't about him. Yeah. So coming, I guess. Can I have it? I have a little oh, wait, question. Really yeah, quick. I have questions. So. <laughs> For me, I feel like when somebody comes in me for the for like I feel like it's really intimate. Um <laughs> I, I feel like I really have to like trust you slash like you slash be in a relationship with you to allow that. Mm. I don't know, is it different for you guys cuz it's like you can't get pregnant? Yes, I think it is different. A because we can't get pregnant. Yeah. B because most of us are on a pill that make us immune to getting HIV, which right. we don't even necessarily really have that protection as like a cis right. woman um yeah and a lot of gay guys just really seem to have a cum fetish yeah i do i do uh, i do understand the like uh intimacy of it i guess like there's certain things like you're putting something in me i guess yeah in a different way so yeah. i don't know i can understand that but i do really think you nailed it like in the sense that like there are two very distinct things that we don't have to worry about yeah, yeah. We never have to consider getting pregnant and if we're on prep, we don't have to consider potentially getting HIV. So it mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier to kind of mindlessly, for me, you know, let someone come in me or yeah. whatever. I, I don't really have big hang-ups about it. So d- have you ever thought of having kids? I used to. And yeah. then I thought about it a lot more, especially in the context of my last relationship. Uh-huh. And they were hard no for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither, yeah. No. What I have thought about it. Would it change if you were with someone different? Could it change? If this, per- okay, if this someone different were a person who had basically unlimited money and we could afford at least two nannies, uh, <laughs> that made it so that, like, I never had to do any of the inconvenient or, like, yeah. taxing things, then, like, I guess, but I don't really see that happening for me. But no, kids curious. are too expensive. I'm too selfish with my time. Um, and yeah, my my first my the original question, and then I asked you that one was, uh, would you get pregnant if you could get pregnant? Yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, but only to entrap a man with money. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, and yeah, no, I no no Were, kids. Weren't for you me. saying the other day, Tapley, if you were a woman, you would I don't know be shameless about using your body for money absolutely i did (laughs) you can quote me on that it is something that i said uh and uh yeah i also believe that i said i would be fucking stunning as well if i were a female i believe that could you imagine yeah the personal style translated to sure yeah to female limitlessness Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So that was your morning yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said at night you were very good. You were about well behaved. What about midday? Yeah, I was well midday. Behave. All afternoon. I did was just watch Yellow Jackets and. Oh, don't spoil it for me. Be I high. haven't started second season. Wait. So then. Okay. So what about this other person that you're dating that you kind of have a crush on? It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's okay, over. Wait, so wait. What? Tapley was freaking out yep. 
at work like yep. two weeks a month ago, ago, a month ago, being like, oh my God, I really like this guy. He hasn't texted me. I don't know what to do. Uh, and then he's like, it's fine. He texted. That's literally what I did. Literally. literally. <laughs> Especially the part where I was like, ah! And then he's but like, do you think I should text tomorrow morning or tomorrow night to confirm our date? Um, Like, when's too early? When's the perfect That's time? That's what the inside of my head sounds <laughs> like 24 <laughs> 7. Except mine was said out loud yeah, to multiple, yeah, yeah. to like <laughs> literally <laughs> anybody who would listen. No, I'll yeah. say it out loud. And everybody was like, fuck it. Like, fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. And like, the entire shift, we were trying to figure out the optimal time to text to confirm the date for the next day or if he's not interested. Wait, why did it end? Yeah, why did it end? <laughs> because I'm a fucking freak. And I panic. Let me, let me back up for a moment and just say so, again, this is the first period that I've been single in a really long time. And uh, and it's the first time that I've in my entire adulthood that I've allowed myself to be truly single and that I am really, really I'm dating very vigorously. I'm having a lot of sex uh, with a lot of different people. And this is the first person out of any of those people that I was saying earlier, like there's always kind of something you feel like you're kind of compromising yes. on. Right. But with this guy right out of the gate, I was like, brains, check, uh, sexual attractiveness, check body wow like that, <laughs> you know, all of this stuff and 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 he hit the thing that's the hardest thing to hit for me uh which is just a, a certain type of intellectualism uh -huh. you know, just a really intelligent person and this guy and it was the first time i ever dated someone who was bi and <gasps> and i feel like that's kind of an Wait. sort of a popular term to throw around in 2023 but truly in the most classic sense super bi. i have to interject for one moment yes. about the well this is you hooked up with a bi guy yesterday too yeah, but I didn't date him. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. So, and I feel like that guy was lying. He was, he's gay. He's pretty queeny. Okay. For me. Well, <laughs> I, I like fantasize about like um, dating bi guys. I think I just am like, oh, that's hot. Do not recommend. But okay, what I was gonna say, what I, what I was gonna say is the only ones I've interacted with are like mess. Monsters. Like don't know what they want. Like wishy washy. Like right. blah blah blah. And I'm not I'm not saying that that all bi people are like that because that's like a negative stereotype I feel like of bi people is like they 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 don't know what they want like blah 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 but I'm like where are the good ones? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. This guy actually, I'm gonna maintain even though it's over, I'm gonna maintain that I believe this person is a good person. But I will say, so that was the initial like the bisexuality thing specifically was the first point of panic for me because instantly I was like, okay. I have twice the competition now, <laughs> you know, and immediately got in the psycho headspace of like stalking this person's socials, trying to like determine, oh my God. you know, does this person tend to like follow or be followed more by females or yeah. gay people and like oh yeah. whatever. And very quickly, the picture I put together was a lot of females, like a lot, like a real affinity for brunettes, particularly. I was like, okay, oh, wow. do I have breasts? I'm no, yeah. but I am a brunette. <laughs> Great. Like, <laughs> maybe I can work with this. Like he definitely kind of had a type female wise and believe it or not, very few gay followers or follow wings, but the ones that he was following were like, something that I can't compete with so just like type wise like it was very clear and to be fair he did it said a version of this in his grinder bio like he was very attracted to very thin guys like you know uh, acrylic manicures like too much mm, jewelry oh like God. dangly earring okay. the whole thing you know uh -huh. and like bad like processes and 
their hair and that kind of thing <laughs> and like you know which whatever go off like i'm not trying to style shame anyone uh although they were all tacky uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but it is what like, it is it's but just the, the truth but the point yeah. is it's like not uh you know i'm not the most masculine person on the face of the planet i'm not saying that but there's like a big distinction between like how i present and what it seemed like he's he was into. typically into yeah. and like like little twinkie yeah and he did make it clear right away that he was not um experienced with dating men okay like i'm starting to see the problem he would like yeah. for yes. this being definitely have plenty of sex with guys and stuff like that with both genders <sighs> and whatever and i don't know anything about astrology but i definitely what read everything he? that i could about Virgo, just because <gasps> I was immediately obsessed. Tabby's an Aquarius, and by the way. Yeah, I still don't really know what that means. But I don't know what that means. But what either. I did read Me is neither. like Virgos are supposed to be very like, stoic and like. My brother's a Virgo. Yeah, yeah. Stubborn and panicky. Yeah, oh, he, uh, yeah. It's yeah, my know. mom. She's a Virgo. Oh, so okay. But it was weird. This this guy was really stoic and like hard to read. Uh, which made him all the more attractive to me, of course, because of course. he was like inaccessible. Well, we talk about this, like uh, we're attracted to mystery. Yeah, absolutely. But mystery is oftentimes toxic. Sure. And look, like I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't even end up dealing with this person long enough to know if like any of it was actually toxic. Right. Like from his end. But very quickly, I realized that I was putting myself in a situation that was toxic for me because. I was insecure in the entire thing. Uh-huh. I was an experienced dating someone like him. Uh, and all of I, I found very quickly that all of our interactions, I wasn't enjoying myself. I was just panicking constantly about mm. how to bend myself to like fit into what I perceived this person's worldview to be mm. like. I just, you know, I did the wrong thing. I liked him too much too soon while not actually knowing no, anything yeah. about him. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't actually feel like or be myself around this person and um and we were taking things like so painfully slow like the yeah like, yeah you guys didn't even how many dates yet, right? it was like five dates what? until like we even kiss like no got okay. like sexual Fondled. and yeah it just i don't know and and i could sense the same thing from him like he didn't really know what to do when yeah he was around me and it was just when I, I was like, it doesn't matter how hot I think this person is. It doesn't matter how, like, you know, smart this guy is. Like, when I look forward to the future, there is no there there. Like, yeah. we're not ever going to be on the same kind of plane. And also, too, I went on plenty enough dates with this person to, like, quickly enough start to not idealize him so much. Yeah. I was like, oh, I actually don't like the way his hair sm- smells. He could use, <laughs> or, like, he could have a better brand of shampoo. And I fucking hate your clothes like, <laughs> oh, I, fuck. Um, you know like that was yeah. definitely like, like the most traditionally like hetero thing about him was his clothes. wardrobe or lack thereof i couldn't oh, do that shit. yeah you know i'm like don't show up at dantana's and like new balances Ooh. <laughs> with like a checked poplin shirt from <gasps> banana republic he probably thought it was really Are cute uh i don't know <laughs> I, <laughs> non-committal I, yeah, I wait and, so why'd you end it um, because like I said, I understood, I, I came to a place where I was like, look, if this continues, I'm just going to continue to sweat being someone that I'm not just so that I can exist in this person's life. But that's oh not God, actually wow. going to satisfy me. That's not going to give me what I need. And, you know, if y'all want to talk about that later, we can, but that's 
historically a problem for me in, in many different ways is just sort of never honoring what I know that I need in order to be happy. I, I have a tendency in the past to like, uh, I have a very fluid personality. Uh -huh. and I think Andrea could attest to this. I think that's what makes me a good server on the floor. Because you're adaptable. Because I'm very adaptable and I'm very good at giving my energy to others and like letting them make with it what they need yeah. in order to get, you know, and and that's a pattern for me and it hasn't paid off like uh historically and that's something i'm trying to change within myself i'm so like this thank you uh i hate it <laughs> it yeah, feels well, horrible it, but it also feels like what is necessary in order for me to ultimately find happiness i'm not comfortable being that person yet but i'm forcing myself to do things that make me uncomfortable and make me sad in the pursuit of you know bettering yourself absolutely yeah yeah so ultimately i had to i just i uh after or after our sixth date and we had already planned our next one the day of like what was supposed to be our most recent date i actually i it just kind of occurred to me that morning. I was like, yo, are you free? We we're supposed to meet at 6 p.m. that night. And I was like, yo, around noon. So are you free to hop on the phone for a minute? And he <gasps> said, yeah. Jesus Christ. Heart, and that would make my heart. Yeah. yeah and he did. Yeah. And I told him a much, uh, just like a lighter version of all that I've said to right. you. Essentially, I, I was pretty straightforward. And his immediate reply was like, yeah, I was kind of feeling like we were probably on that boat. Like, oh, shit. And we both 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 basically agreed like are you attractive to me yeah or have we had a nice time together sure is this ever really gonna work probably not and um it was kind of like the easiest cleanest sort of separation of like a romantic pursuit for me thus far it wasn't out really emotional it wasn't sad uh i think he mostly felt the same way in different yeah. ways about me and um uh, and his words to me were like, you're really easy, Tapley, which, my God, if I had a nickel for every time, it's not <laughs> easy, but he, uh, you know, and we did the thing, who knows, you know, we're, we'll definitely make good friends and can, like, still go to the movies together and blah, blah, blah. We probably won't, but, yeah. like, yeah. you know, cool yeah. guy, not for me. It's good that you I had did to that. do what I had to do yeah. in order to free myself of this kind of pattern that I have. That's interesting, because... It is the thing of like, okay, we're going on enough dates now where it's like, all right, should we continue? I don't know. Like, what do you do then? Like, do you have the talk with them or do you, I don't know. I feel like I've just like ghosted, which is like not nice. I don't ghost. That's good. That's good. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to um. say is that I used to be, and I still struggle with these things that you're talking about, but it used to be so much worse for me where it was like, I just wanted like love so badly that I would just be like, fuck, fuck whoever I am. Like Absolutely. I will be whatever yeah. I need to be because I like you. Exactly. And it's like, obviously horrible. No, no one should ever do that. And now it's been like a years of growing and prioritizing. Well, why should I care about like molding myself to what I think? think you want like i want i need to know what i want of and course. if i don't want in you the end, what is, like what does <laughs> it really matter day. how good you are at bending yourself to other people's uh wills if in the end like you're silently suffering yeah you know? and and like i said i have a history of having done that before with others and i've also gotten into relationships 
uh, with people where I knew from the jump that uh, that same dynamic was at play, but inverse. Like someone who I knew was bending their complete personality for me Fit to into accept you. them. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you don't want to be on either side of that equation. Mm-mm. And to bring up my most recent ex, although it ended very terribly and, you know, was ended up being like a really bad relationship one of the reasons why he remains indelible in my brain and like why he feels the closest to the one is that was the first person that like I I can at least say when we met it wasn't me changing myself to be in this person's life and it wasn't him changing himself to be in mine it was true chemistry Mm. and um, you know although I I hope to find that again but just without all the other toxic shit right and, and, and experience what that kind of dynamic so, you know, I've been halfway there at this point and um, yeah. we're working on it. Yeah. Working yeah. On it. How do you but feel about open relationships? Either you being in an open relationship or you um, inserting yourself into an open relationship? I have super mixed feelings. Um, so, number one, I could never see myself inserting myself into an already established relationship. That Even just if they're like, we're open and we don't care. Yeah, I, I would say, well, I don't care either and I'm not interested. Uh-huh. But, like, no, that that's... To enter somebody else's dynamic is just inherently too complex. What if it's just one person that you're interacting with, not the other? Oh, I see. No. Still prob. I don't know. That hasn't really popped up for me. I guess I could never say never. I feel like Well, there have been plenty of people who have wanted, who are in an open relationship and just want to have one-on-one sex with me. Yeah, yeah. That's a different thing. Like, I would have a hookup with that person, but I'm not going to ingratiate myself into their lives. Right, right, right. I'm going to date with them. And, you know, if you already have a, like, straight-up man, like, right. why am I going to pursue, like, genuine romance with you? I right. can always be the third wheel. Or, like, at best, would maybe end up move, it will become a throuple. And I, I don't want that. It's too new way for me. Uh, <laughs> I do, um, he is from Texas. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Texas tradition Yeah, values. and again, raised by my grandparents. Like, I literally was raised grew up watching two people be only with each other for 60 plus years yeah so you know i'm pretty traditional but then also um as yeah look here's the most simplest way that i could put it all aspects of being in an open relationship were always a hard no for me like no 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 not something i'm doing uh and in my last relationship especially with with that guy like he didn't even want to do threesomes which like monogamy was the way to go for him straight out of the gate which i respected and it was easy enough to commit to but um now that i'm like sing more single and i've opened myself up more sexually i'm probably more open i guess in theory to trying some new things uh but i still don't think like i could see myself meeting a guy right getting into a relationship with him, establishing ourselves well, both of us having the conversation like, look, you make me super happy, you're my person, but I do feel like we're both men and sometimes we're just going to want to screw something else. And then, you know, maybe map out a a way in which it's okay for us to get play on the side. Like, I could see that happening. Yeah. But I still think in my heart of hearts, it's still not ideal. I still like to believe that because I've lived it. I've been with a guy before for four or five years and never cheated on him once and it was okay yeah Yeah. i was able to like handle it it's not easy but i don't really think relationships are supposed to be yeah i think 
think love is a challenge. I think the three of us oh. are on this very much the same page yeah. in that matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, I want to, you know, I believe in love, and I want to be someone's someone, oh, and I want to matter more. I want to matter more than other people. Yes, yeah. that's what it's about yeah. for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're gonna ma- if I really love this person, they're gonna matter to me more than exactly. any other person in the world. So, you know, that's gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. love it. You want to talk about your STD scare? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's I'm go. Just kidding. Let's you go. don't have to. Let's fucking what talk was about it? it? What was it? Can you say gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Rectal. Oh my um, god! Did you feel anything? Nothing. Nothing. So what happened was, I so for prep, right? You have to go get tested, get a full panel, yeah, it's like every, every three, three months, months. Yeah. yeah, in order for you to remain like eligible to receive the medication. Right. My. Three months was up. It was time for me to go get tested about, let's say this is like six weeks ago. Now, I went in, I got tested, got a full, my full panel back clean as a whistle. And then uh, like maybe a week or so later, I noticed I was about to run out of my prep pills and I was used to getting a delivery like on time. Uh, And the day skipped by I didn't get the pill I called the pharmacy they were like oh after some investigation it appears that um the clinic failed to send us your results and now we're like a week over like a clean pan or a week past a clean panel so like legally Uh we can't refill the prescription like you have to go back it's their error but you have to go back and get fully tested again Uh so you know not even I don't even think like two full weeks had passed at this point and it was fucking annoying because they slipped under my vein during that visit and like oh. had ah. to like prick me three times, holding whatever. So I had a bad attitude about going, but uh, <laughs> back, but I did. Bad mood. And then, <laughs> and then when I got, and then I got a clean panel again, minus rectal gonorrhea. Yeah. Oh, and fuck. and this was the day, like of your day. Um, no, no. So so sorry. Okay. Wait, where? Okay, so what happened is I went on the first date with a bisexual who made me psycho. Who, yeah. like, you know. And, bisexual and who made me psycho. Yeah. Title of Ep. <laughs> that's my next, that's my next feature. Don't steal it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, actually, the, bi- <laughs> the bisexual who made me psycho, colon, rebel spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, no. So I, um, I'd gone on the date with the bisexual. It was like best first date ever that Friday night. The next night, since we didn't have sex, thank God he did come thank home. God, he yeah. did, he well, he did come home with me that night, and then the bisexual, and we were like gonna, and then uh, whatever things got like it, it just didn't work out. We didn't have it got weird or no? Yeah, it got yeah. like a little weird, but just because we both got way too drunk and like too stoned, and it just wasn't gonna work to have sex, so like yeah. we just didn't. Um, but then, so then the next day, I was like, I did really want to have sex last night. And so, <coughs> in order, and so for a treat for myself, I'm gonna go have sex with my biggest regular, who's my na- one of my neighbors. <laughs> and I went a over special to treat. Yeah, <laughs> a special little treat. Some people have ice cream. Yeah. Some people You'll go have to their neighbors. <laughs> some people go to their fucking neighbors <laughs> and flip for two hours. And, oh, uh, but yeah, we had like a great little flip fuck, and then that Monday was whenever. Like so, two days later is when I needed to go. Oh or no. no, Tuesday. I was supposed to go get my. So did you tell him? Well, no. So I went. I went for my second appointment like two, two three days later after that flip. Uh-huh. Within a day, found out that I had rectal gonorrhea, and the day that I got that result was like the day of my second date with uh, my sexual. Oh shit! And I was like, shit. 
and I definitely didn't tell him like which one. But I was just like, I'm not the gonna. bisexual. Yeah, oh no, like, no no not him. Yeah, I so meant I was the, like, no, I the neighbor. Yeah, I told him yeah, yeah. right away. Right away. Wait, how many people did you have to tell that you had gonorrhea? Wow, that's personal. Just him. Oh, nice. nice. Just him because I haven't been bottoming very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. rectal only. Oh, it doesn't go to the penis. It can, but like there is oh, a but different. It didn't. Like you can get like oral gonorrhea. Yeah. You can get rectal. Oh, I thought your entire negative. body's mm-hmm. like infected. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. It was oh, just, wow. It was just rectal. If I only had I had a penis, then yeah. I could have more places <laughs> to <sighs> not to or to get or to not have gonorrhea. <laughs> well, it's like your butt or your dick oh. or your mouth. You butt, dick, or you mouth. For, like, you can have oral. You have your. You oh, have the same me. thing. You have a vagina, a butt, and a mouth. A pussy. <laughs> In fact, you have like way more Vagina. things that could get like yeasts and bacteriums. Okay, fine. And whatever. Okay, but, yeah. I win. So I went and whatever. I got that result. I told him right away. And then he was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then I guess I'll go get tested. And then, and I went and got the shot, which they just tell you, you know, after seven days, you're good. Just don't have sex with anyone. And I absolutely didn't. And then, but the weird thing was, is I never heard back from my neighbor. Like I did expect him to be like, after he got tested, to be yeah. like, yeah, confirmed. Like, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. get it, or you, you know, pissed? whatever. No, I just didn't hear from him, like anything from him, and then for like two weeks, and then out of the blue, it was just like, hey, I got the basically like, yo, yeah. you want to fuck? Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Text right. or whatever. Things are back to normal, I guess. And then, yeah, and. I don't know. He he did end up like kind of apologizing and for not texting you. No, just about giving it to me in the first place. Oh, he gave it to you. Yeah, he's the one I got it from. Like my neighbor that I flipped with, because he was like the last person who had penetrated me within like I'd just been tested like two weeks before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the only other person I bottomed from was for was was him. him, and so he gave me. You know, it was definitely him. It happens if you're having sex. It can hey, happen. Yeah, it happens. and I didn't care. Like it yeah. was fine. And I was like, look, if at thirty six, this is the first time I'm getting an That's STI. That's pretty impressive, that especially is after impressive. being like a pretty big whore, especially this year. <laughs> like, you know, I'm chilling. So, so everyone that goes to tell you STDs aren't as prevalent as you think. No, <laughs> I'm just don't kidding. Say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do not wear protection. <laughs> no, raw uh, dog no. or no dog. It, it, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it was fine. So. But, but there were already reasons why, aside from, like I said, I did feel kind of disrespected that he didn't bother to text me just to like confirm his results. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I, I get doing. that yeah. even more Especially now. Aftercare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I did kind of feel like a little bit dissed, and and I didn't love just hearing from him out of the blue, being like, "Hey, right. <laughs> what <Hey>. fun? <laughs> like kind of like nothing ever happened." Um, but. It, it was the push that I needed. It was kind of like the straw. The, that sort of disrespect to me was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back for eliminating for this person oh, yeah. anyway He's from my life. Because the there were other things like going on with this person that should have been ac- unacceptable to me a long time ago. Oh, shit. And we talked earlier about like danger. Oh, fuck. This is the situation in which I found myself potentially in the most danger. Uh, Okay, well, tell us about the danger. So this person, let me just say, like, great sex. Great sex. Wait, how long have you been... Wait, I have to pee so bad. Do you guys want to... Okay. Or we can keep talking. talking. Yeah, go pee. 
Okay. Um. Well, so how long have you guys been fucking? So th- probably I want to say since like maybe October, because uh-huh. I became single in July, and truly my first three months I was too depressed to even have sex with anybody new. And so it took me a few months to get back on the app, but he was one of the earlier people I kind of started talking to with close by, super ripped, like great little bod, beautiful penis. Um, <laughs> our sex chemistry, the longer it's gone on, has gotten way more intense, yeah. a lot more intimate, like the kisses. That's are the pros of like consistently yeah, seeing someone. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and true verse in a way that's really rare. Uh-huh. For me, anyway, like he, he really likes to give it just as much as he likes to get it. He like rolls up on a motorcycle sometimes, Whoa. which is real. the other day or the last time I saw him, he rolled up in a suit on a motorcycle, which is really, really hot. Suit. He was going to some networking event downtown. Okay. Wow. Anyway, super attracted to him, and it was very, and it made it very easy to ignore all red flags. But pretty quickly, within you know a couple of months of screwing. <laughs> it, it wasn't just screwing, you know, he'd come over, like, sometimes I were Postmates, we'd watch, like, yeah. whatever on TV together, mm-hmm. um, and would talk a little more together, or more and more, and... Like pseudo-dates, bef- not just fucking. Well, yeah, just, like, a little more intimacy, and then, but then, he shows up one day, and he has glasses on, I'm not used to, he had, like, horn-rimmed glasses on, I'm not used to seeing him in glasses, and whatever we we start to get down to business i take them off of his face when we get in bed and he's like uh, he's like shit you're gonna see my eye and he had a black eye which oh. i hadn't noticed oh and i was like what happened he's like uh just he didn't really want to talk about it but i kind of pushed and basically he told me that it was from his who he said was his ex and i was like are you are you serious like this guy just came and punched you in the eye what the fuck He's like, yeah, it's been pretty contentious. They'd had a number of problems. Point is, it took months to kind of put all this together. Like, yeah. the more information that I got, the more I was realizing this person isn't an ex. He's an on again, off again. Uh, like, and yes, this is my neighbor's apartment. Like, he's the the leaseholder, but this guy, like, he lives with him. Like, and they oh, that he, is scary. And like, because then once he started, ha- it was months until he invited me over to his place. Uh-huh. And oh, it, that's right. And then I was I guess, like, huh? okay. This is not his hair product. This is not like, yeah. And, and you know, and he is kind of building this narrative. He's like, we work together, um, so I still have to deal with him. But uh, you know, but it, but it's over. And then like one day he uh, shows up. Was it that he showed up? I can't remember if he showed up or he texted me pictures first. But he has like fucking stitches in his <gasps> eyebrow and like all beat up. Like I have the. I have uh, the pictures I don't here, see it but it, it's like it's crazy. So, point is, what I ended up learning was like he's just dealing with this guy on again, off again. They're in an intensely abusive, like terrible relationship. This guy doesn't keep his hands off of my neighbor, but my neighbor hasn't stopped dealing with him, like oh beating no. each other up. You know, then it, and the more that he let me in and let me know about what was going on, the more like freely I was able to s- sort of see how intense like his his abusive partner was like you know sometimes my neighbor would come over and then the part it was clear that like the partner was showing up to their shared apartment and then so he'd like start calling my neighbor incessantly like 20 times in a row sending him like a flood of texts like where the fuck are you like you fucking 
like oh. all this crazy stuff. Um, this is dangerous. Yeah, and then like my neighbor ha- was keeping me as an alias in his phone, like for my protection, like being s- so that if his yep. this guy like ever found out my name, he you know I think he knew him well God. enough to assume that he could come beat me up, <gasps> and I was like no, like that. And it did take up until around very recently. Yeah. STI time. That was the time when like the full story was becoming very clear to me of what was going on. So I was already starting to feel sort of in danger and just poorly about this person in general, not because he's a victim of abuse, but just because he really was at the point of like knowing better and needed to make a decision that he still wasn't making. And um, so for many reasons, I was in losing interest regardless of how good the sex was but this sti like really sealed the deal for me and just kind of my god i'm glad that this is like not a thing praying that your neighbor will find clarity yeah and safety Uh, and safety thoughts thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers to to neighbor boy should we do our our final okay so we're doing our final segment glimmer of hope <laughs> Glamour of hope. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I didn't know it or I would have tried no, to. No, 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 oh, it's yeah. okay. Let's do it okay, again. cool. If no, it's okay. To. No, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Glimmer of hope. <laughs> it's okay. early. Yeah, it's, it's early. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you say what the segment is. Okay, so this is the segment that we have at the end of every episode about what is getting us through it. What are we looking forward to? Light at the end of the tunnel Vibes. at our current moment. Yeah. You'll go last. Okay. So that you can like hear. Or whenever. Unless you want. Unless you unless you know. Because I don't have one. I'll go last. Okay. I'll go last. Yeah. Okay. Go, Queen. Um. So yesterday I had an artistic meeting because I'm I'm in this playwrights group at this theater in L.A. and um it's like a year long and we're developing this play that I'm working on. And we had, I'm sharing it. We're having doing like a cold read with actors this month. So we had like a little dramaturgy meeting yesterday and like a casting conversation, which was really exciting. It was really fun and it felt like professional. And I was like, this is really cool. Big fucking thing. Yeah. So Hell excited. yeah. Right on. Very excited. Right on. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess mine is my short film is slowly but surely all coming together. I mean, it's not really all coming together, <laughs> but I feel like every day we get closer to making something happen. We're casting and locations, just whatever. It all takes a lot of time, but it's exciting. Um, And I'm going to New York and I booked Ooh. my tickets and I'm going to a wedding in June. Nice. It's coming soon. Do you believe it's forever? <gasps> yeah, or they've been together for like they eight years. Been together yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes, and this is just sort of like bastards. <laughs> I know. I know. It, well, it's a big Southern Belle Sick. wedding, so I'm quite excited. Ooh. Yeah. We do love a Southern wedding. Yeah. yeah. It's my first one. You better tease that hair high. <laughs> yeah. The other, the r- other really waspy one I went to was in Nantucket. Ooh. Wow. That was an experience Ooh, too. Coastal wedding. She was like Intense. the Winnie the Pooh heir, and the dad made what? sure we all knew that. Wait, so oh was, was it like yeah. super Christopher expensive? Robbins was my first crush, FYI. Oh, how cute. Yeah. He's totally gay. So gay. Yeah, definitely. Little booty shorts yeah. with like bobby socks yeah. and like a fucking Mary Jane. And a bunch of imaginary friends. Queer. Oh my god, I <laughs> want Mary Janes. 
Okay, your turn. Okay, your turn. Hmm, glimmer of hope. Uh, well, it is Thursday, which means that my favorite dispensary has like buy one, <laughs> get one for my favorite that type sucks. of pre-roll. So I do have that to look forward to. There will be a new episode of Secession on Sunday night. This uh, is true. I guess yeah. that will get me through the next few days. How are you feeling about the season right now? Oh my God, just Shakespearean yeah. heights. Drama, drama, drama. Yeah. Perfect. Oh Give it all. Do you, do you have a prediction the for the end? I am team... I know that it's a pretty popular conspiracy theory and everyone, especially at our job, likes to argue with me about it, but I am full team Greg. Uh, Greg? In the world, in the world or, like, or in the end, I feel like he's going to, I don't know top. if in a literal sense he's going to be the successor, like in a technical sense, but I do believe that he is basically like the sneaky snake that takes the lion's share of like everything that matters thematically. Wow. I feel Aww. like he low-key has been like, like the most uh, like super manipulative, like sneaky snake behind the scenes. Because like, nobody everybody discounts him. Yeah. He's like Do you think the company's gonna flop? Like I is it know. gonna implode? Everything? I think I, I feel like know. I like really I still don't know how this acquisition like pans out. I'm I'm He's so hot. I'm not even who Alexander yeah. Spurs. Of course, oh, of course, so, so hot. hot, so hot. Um, He's actually the one who gave me rectal gonorrhea. <laughs> I can't even believe that. He's if the you'd neighbor. Like. He's the neighbor. So <laughs> allegedly, I don't want to get sued. Allegedly, um, keep her hands off of Alexander Skarsgård, <laughs> toxic, toxic boyfriend who lives with him but doesn't really. Um, He's no, even taller. I, yeah, in person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, but uh, I. Okay, so look. I don't have anything. I'm just going to be honest. I don't have anything super exciting to look forward to in my life. Like I don't have some inspirational thing that's going on. That's giving me big hopes for the future. Well, you just sold How your future. Well, yeah, that's great. But that was months ago. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm full back to like full, full blown depression. Wait, you're in the WGA, right? Yes. Okay. So you just have to like chill right now. I just have to chill and just keep writing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it'll solve itself. These things always do. Truly. I'm not panicked about it, but, uh, uh, wh what I am actually looking forward to is just I have a, quite a bit of travel lined up for the summer, Ooh. and that's not something I've done really at all. Ooh, give this us a year. taste. Hey, where I'm, are you going? I'm just like, I'm going to go to Santorini. <gasps> I'm going to go back to Italy, uh, which is the last trip. It ruined my life. It was the last oh. place that I. <laughs> oh it was the last place that I went uh, internationally, and or before COVID, I should say. And truly, I left being like, no matter what I do, no matter where I go, I'll never see anything that I love more than this. But Aww. I'm going to go back. I ruined you in that way. Yeah. Uh, like like in, a, in wait, the greatest, where did you go? In the where greatest did you go? way. So did two weeks on the Amalfi Coast. So okay, I was still with it. I was still yeah. with my ex who, yeah. you know, quite how yes. rich he and his wow. family yes. were. But they wealthy. It, it was like their 60th wedding anniversary. And wow. so they got this like oil airs. Right. Um, no, no, his dad owned a paper mill. Oh, was shit. just like a high paid executive for many, many, many years. Okay, uh, paper mill money. Whatever, <laughs> like tons of money. <laughs> but anyway, they like got this really, paid for this really lush uh, anniversary vacation, like got a villa in Positano. We went to wow. like everywhere. It was amazing. Oh my God. But we're allegedly going to Italy. Yeah, we're Where? thinking about going to Sicily later this year. It's nice. Yeah. Have you been? I have. Did you oh. go on that trip? No, oh, okay. but I have been to Sicily. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I really recommend the Amalfi Coast. I've like been there. I haven't like been there. Sorrento, yeah, all of it. It's I've been I to wanna, Sorrento. I want to go when I'm rich, though, and don't I mean, have to worry about the way. budgeting. That's the way. 
Yeah, they want to go to Capri. Get yourself a two hundred thousand dollar villa for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. That's the way. You know, <laughs> and we Fly really business. can't do it any other Where way. Where else are you going? You're going back All to Italy. You're stuff. going to Santorini. Yes, uh, I'll probably do like a brief London Paris moment if it works out with my best friend. Like uh-huh. follow her to a couple of cons, mm-hmm. and then because she's an actress. Yes, and then New York. Uh, some point in the summer and that's it but i just have lots that's of a lot i've been i haven't been now that i'm not with a rich guy anymore i haven't been doing any kind of big traveling lately so uh, tell me it's about it it's a lot it. harder for this sure. rich guy just <laughs> so much did invite me to costa rica on a private jet and but i don't think i'm gonna do we're it going. i'm just too like scared him. of private jets <laughs> i will take the ticket cosplay okay may yeah won't be that hard really truly <laughs> i need not. to grow out my hair about three more inches and we're good to go <laughs> that's it show a little more nipple yeah <laughs> I'm a little tinier than you, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't think anybody will notice. It's um, true. You're very tight. And I. <coughs> it's in the stars that uh, I like to snack. An astrologist literally told me that. Oh. She's <laughs> like, the, the way you find comfort is through your stomach. Through food. I was like, that's not really helpful because I live in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've gained seven pounds in the past two weeks because I haven't been going to work. I love food. Oh. <laughs> 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 Um, That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this has been lovely, Tati. This has yeah. been so nice. Yeah, thank, thank you. For Yay. The I, of course, I genuinely thought that the first time I appeared on a podcast, it would be as the victim of a crime on like an episode <laughs> of like Dateline. Oh, my God. Uh, so this is really nice and yeah. unexpected. Do you want to um, plug anything? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tabley famously doesn't follow anybody on Instagram. That's back. not true. I follow like. People. He won't follow me But that's me only, back. it's not, it's not about snobbery. It's literally about mental health. I only do it so that I, or don't follow people so that I don't spend time on the app. No, oh this, yeah. is like, this is smart. This is smart. I'm just too like stalkable. That stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to come look at like absolutely nothing on my page and follow <laughs> me? Cause like I barely post fine, but I don't care about your fucking c- cinnamon roll that you had. <laughs> what you look like roll. in a bikini. Oh. Sorry, Dre. I would like yeah. to see your dick, but let's do it in the DMs. Let's you do know? it on Sniffies. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Tapley, my thank favorite you. coworker. Oh. Sorry for everybody else listening. You're, and you're my favorite coworker too. Oh. Until someone else at work asks me if they're my favorite, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say yes, but it'll wow. be a lie. Okay. But it'll be a lie. Yeah. I really, I really mean it when I'm saying it to you. Aww. Okay. And, and that's it. Sorry. Wait, this, how do we end we these? This has been. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. This, this has been, been Horny for Love. love. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank 